0: I'm Craig. I'm an alcoholic. Ah. Thanks for inviting me, Jeannie, to come down and share with you. Um, I'll be honest, it's been a long time since I've seen so many new people in a meeting with under a year sobriety take chips, and it's pretty amazing. It's cool. Um, My sobriety date's January 15, 2012. It's not my first sobriety date, it's my second sobriety date. Uh, The sponsor, Mike D, I call him every single day. Um, I have a home group. Uh, I go to meetings five nights a week. I have commitments at all the meetings. I answer phones Thursday nights for central office. I've been doing that for about nine years. And I find if you're new that, and I'll tell you where I made my mistakes is that if you have commitments, you go to the same meetings every single week and you have a sponsor and you tell them the truth, things tend to get better slowly. Um, I was born a long time ago in Georgia. (laughs) And I have a younger brother who lives down here and an older sister. And I think from a very early age that my parents realized that I was special and not in a good way. Um, I have to talk fast because it's a long story. Thank you. we moved to California when I was about four or five, six years old because my dad got a job with the federal government in law enforcement. And my mom was going to be an actress. So we moved to the Valley. Um, Shortly after we moved to California, my parents got divorced. My dad was a violent military law enforcement guy. And I was the guy that took the brunt of all his, uh, I made a lot of mistakes when I I didn't make mistakes. I got in trouble. I just blatantly loved it and I had fun and it started very young. By the time I was about 13, 12 or 13, I had my first drink. By the time I was 16, I was a daily drinker. I didn't have a vodka bottle in my liquor in my locker at high school, but I was drunk every single night. I drank myself to sleep every night. By the time I graduated high school, I'm gonna talk fast. By the time I graduated high school, at my high school graduation, we got so drunk that I got arrested at my graduation and dragged out handcuffs, hogtied, in the middle of the ceremony. I graduated from Pali High up north, Palisades High School. That was when from 16 to when I graduated, I was under 18. When I graduated, I was over 18. And so I was arrested for drunk driving six times before I was 18. But what my dad did for a living in those days was a long time ago in the 70s. What my dad did for a living, I never got in any trouble ever. I crashed two cars really bad. I drove my truck up on top of like six cars in a blackout and came to it, it was just like, whoa, where am I? And I got home before the cops had gotten there because it was close to my house. And then my dad showed up and I didn't get in any trouble when I was 18, when I was arrested at my high school graduation, I was already 18. So I got arrested. I got booked. I got taken to jail straight out of the ceremony. Um, I only know what all happened which I don't have time to tell you about because it was this before cell phones and everything, but I saw the motorized photographs. So I know it was true. Once, once I when when I got out of high school, things got worse. I started drinking more. I was causing more trouble. I moved to Mammoth. I was living in Mammoth for a while working for the, well, I went up there cause I thought I could ski every day and you can't ski every day. When you work for the mountain, you can ski like one day. And then you work six days and that, I wasn't having that. So I got a job. I quit, got a job in a restaurant and just, Drank my way out of Mammoth, basically. I lived there for about three years. I worked for the Forest Service fighting fires. And then by the time I moved back down here, I wasn't allowed in my mom's house. So I had, she lived in the Palisades. I had to dig up, she lived on a hill. So I dug a little thing on the side of the hill and I'd sleep in a tent in the backyard. I wasn't allowed in her house. I couldn't have a key or anything. Um, It got a lot worse from there. I got mixed up in outside issues, deep into mixed up in those. I've always done one thing since I was about 15 and I was plumbing, I still do that today. <clears throat> Fast forward, when I was about 22 or 23, I got arrested again for something kind of serious and I got a choice between prison or the military because i had been arrested so much, so many times. And I chose the military and I went into the Air Force and convinced them that I was allergic to the uniforms And I got an honorable medical discharge from the Air Force. Um, I think they realized they were better off if I went home. And so when I came back, things really spun out of control. So now I'm in my 20s. It's in the 80s. And I'm working for a big plumbing company. I'm drinking. I'm drinking. Now it's vodka. So when I go to work in the morning, I'm shaking so bad that I have to go around the back of this by the shop, there's a liquor store, I go in the back of down six beers and then I go out and do my and run, and work all day long. I had met this girl cause I lived in Venice and I'd met this girl and I lived at the end of this alley and every day I would leave to go to work or doing whatever I was doing. And these two girls are at the end of the alley. And one day I asked the girl if she wanted to go out a boat, if she wanted to go out in the marina. And she said, yeah, and within a week I gotta talk fast long story within a week she moved in with me fast forward a few years I came home from work they were sitting at the house was locked they were sitting around a table the table was full of a pile of white stuff turned out to be crack and all this is AA it took a hit it took a year for me to smoke everything I want to be homeless we started robbing yachts robbing gardeners robbing everything we could I got arrested and went to prison I got out when my daughter my she got pregnant with my daughter my daughter when 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 we found out she was pregnant, we were going to have an abortion, or she was going to have an abortion, but the dope man was more powerful. So we went and got high and drank. My daughter was taken away at birth by Department of Children's Services, and she was born addicted to Coke and, and alcohol, saturated, taken away at birth. So I got ended up through a lot of circumstances of events. It's a long story. My sobriety date was July 4th, 1993. I got sober, started doing everything I'm doing now. Things got good. I got my contract plumbing contractor's license in 94. I got married, I bought a house, had a successful business. I got too busy for AA. I was super involved in AA. Life got in session. I got way too busy for Alcoholics Anonymous. Little by little, I went to less and less and less and less and less meetings. Eventually, I was at a place. They said something. I drank. And within about a month, I brought home a bag of crack and a bottle of rum, and it was on and I smoked and destroyed everything in my life. I destroyed the relationship with my daughter who I'd gotten custody of. I destroyed everything except my business. Um, I ended up uh, on December 25th, 2011 with a gun in my mouth at the river. And obviously I didn't pull the trigger, but I'm gonna break this thing. I ended up calling somebody who convinced me not to pull the trigger and I ended up coming back. I ended up the reason my sobriety date is January 15, 2012, is because I still had stuff you could buy on the Internet that you could take because I was in such bad shape. I ended up going to the Marina Center for a year. I was really sick. I met a guy who um, wouldn't sponsor me, but just introduced me to Alcoholics Anonymous and how fun it was. And that's where I met Carol and I met Jeannie. And Joe Fitzgerald showed me you could have fun in AA. At four years of sobriety, I got really, really bored with Alcoholics Anonymous, and I started going. My sponsor insisted that I go to Pacific Group, so I went to Pacific Group, and I've been there ever since. For me, it's amazing. Um, I'm super involved in Alcoholics Anonymous. If you're new, the only thing I can I know works for a fact is to have commitments, go to the same meetings every week, have a sponsor, and tell them the truth. That way, you get, people get to know you. And people know who you are. And when you come to meetings, it's, it's kind of it's, it's easy to go meeting, meeting, meeting all over the place. I did it for quite a while. But when I get bored, I lose interest. And right now, it's like I think Carol said that I don't always want to go do the commitment, but I know I have to be there. I don't always want to answer phones on central office, but I know I have to answer phones. And what everything in my life, one thousand percent is because of Alcoholics Anonymous. That's it. I married my wife. I met her. When I was a year sober, we'll be married 27 years on next Wednesday. And there was about six years. She didn't know if I was going to stick a gun in her mouth. It'd be nice to her when I got home, when I relapsed. And so I know what happens when you drift away because I've done it. And it's not fun. I cherish my sobriety. I put it before everything. doesn't matter what it is. Sobriety comes first. And so if you're new, there's a lot of new people in here with a year or less, um, commitments keep you coming even when you don't want to come they keep you coming and I have commitments in all of my meetings and so I think I'm out of time so that's all I got thank you